Um, Ryan, why don't you tell me a little bit? Well, like I said, you're my tether to reality. So I have to rely on you to kind of get the feeling and sense of what's going on in the world. I need that from you tonight. I need that from you tonight. I need to get back in touch with the sewer, the sewer people, as you're talking about. What's going on in sewer land? Well, first off, we want to welcome everyone back to the show. Thank you for tuning in to the Internet's Best Take, Best Advice podcast brought to you by guys, for guys and gals, from guys and gals, to uh, some of the savviest listeners on the net, connecting great thoughts of millennial conquest, deep, fundamental philosophies on what it's like to be alive now, and someone who goes around having the best takes. That's right. Lee mentioned the sewer people. I am Mm -hmm. a laborer by trade, and I am connected to the Riffraff of Society the underground mole people that do take uh, take on facing Skynet and the metallic octopi cyborgs that will try to murder each and every one of us. Are, are uh, those a real thing yet, Ryan? Like sewer-like communities oh, of people who've decided, like who work, you know, who work but but are, can't afford the cost of living, so they live in the sewer now. Is that that's right? Because under, the underground people, be, because the threat might not come in the physical form of the giant uh cyborg uh sentient um that we saw in the matrix that neo and the crew was dodging but they will come in the form of um a medical emergency or something else that will wipe you off any type of (laughs) path of uh free living uh so maybe it is better be better to be tethered uh encased in the warm goo and just let your body be the battery to to charge skynet instead of the rebellion force that uh, doesn't coalesce and uh, step into order. Um, It's fantastic. It's exhilarating being out with the salt of the earth, the blue collar, um, Mm -hmm. those that uh, um, push the brooms and the mops and uh, uh, scrape the sludge off uh, in the barnacles of the ship society. That'd be the people who join a fight club, right? Like that's like the fight club people. Yes. The Fight Club, the, uh, well, um, the Rebellion, what one could say. Not mm. just not just the club of fighters. Also, the, the fleet of those that say, well, I shall not go quietly into the cold night of, I, I don't know, connecting my uh, source of income to doing emails for a living. Whatever it is that they do in the vat of goo encased in the warmth and that's I, protected. I, I'm here for the I'm here for the white collar uh, goo report later. I want to hear the blue collar report. Uh representing the goo Lee on the other end of the podcast <laughs> dial here. Uh so we we um we get to still get fucked up um during nice. the uh, work time hours. Uh, oh, no one great. will tell the difference because no one expects anything better than you. <laughs> Walk around with a furrowed brow and an underbite. The jowl is uh, protruding forward and a slump in Neanderthal type slope. Um, it, <laughs> we we get uh, a chance to discuss feelings and, and, and um, interworkings of real human emotion on a human level. And it is chaotic. We get to in- interact and in person fighting and arguing Scheming. You know the scene in the Titanic, Ryan, where they're like showing Leo DiCaprio's character like hanging out in the third deck or whatever, where they're having the most fun on the entire ship. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. That that's what I envision. That, yeah. I think that's a good comparison to what you guys you're doing on a day to day. 
Oh yeah, absolutely. It sometimes it's messy. Sometimes there's uh, workplace romances. Uh, oh. Sometimes there's uh, people that find out about those workplace romances and confidential, and then they decide, well, it's probably best that everyone knows about this. <laughs> so you say, I'm going to tell. I'm going to tell everybody because this is this is juicy, juicy gossip. Okay, garbage juice approved, juicy tea, delicious tea that we spill out in the real world, out in the real world cavernous dungeons underground with the rest of the sewage people. I (laughs) I am a man of the sewage people, and I'm bringing sloshy, saucy, garbage, juicy content, um, authentically over the radio airwaves. Uh, that's right. October first, the first of the month again. Get get Where's up, first grab your month? grab your checks wake and up, get up. Wake up, wake up, Let's indict the mother. in the shortest period of time. Who is it? Trump. Trump. What the hell did he do? More than half the unsheltered homeless people in America live in communist-run California. Think of that. We don't only we don't always do back-to-back first of the month episodes, but uh with the insane pace that we've been moving this year, two, maybe three episodes a month wouldn't even be out of the question. We've had a little bit of weather-related news. Again, it's climate disaster hot out there, not only in the <laughs> studios, but around the world. We're still a year out from the biggest election of our lifetime. Um, hashtag Rock the Vote. Garbage Use will be sponsoring a Rock the Vote bus traveling the country along alongside our um, podcaster convention of excellence, 13-city tour, <laughs> starting in Jacksonville, Florida, and ending in Bismarck, North Dakota. Uh, check out season two, episode 14 for more details on that. We'll also have some information in the show notes there on how you can get your tickets to that tour. And sign up to vote because nothing, nothing, nothing nowhere has ever been this important than this election. Are we going to be accepting like voting applications? People are going to be filling no. out voting applications on our bus and no, then no. I'll be choosing which applications I like that we'll send in to the state and the ones that I'll just throw out, right? No. No, we're we're taking everyone's we're voter that? we're taking everyone's voter ID. We're stealing it and we're putting we're doing a write-in for Hillary Rodham Clinton. <laughs> 2024. <laughs> it's her time to get her <laughs> Her manas for Hillary. Can't her manos even, for Hillary. Her manas e her manos <laughs> for Hillary. And each hermano mana is capitalized H E R. That's right. This is a woman forward show. We are here to uh support from support of and for support for um 
Feminine Causes. We are a woman empowerment show. We are also uh, official sponsors of the Woman Knowers Guild, first chapter number one here in Atlanta, Georgia. That's something that we'll bring on the show a little later in the season. Uh, that's right. It's a guild for the empowerment of women also. Advancement, it's called the Woman Knowers Club. Uh, look forward to uh, taking in some more powerful minds. We're still not sure if we're letting women in this club. It's the male's club that we dissect and we explain issues for women so they can help understand them better. In our experience, we know that women enjoy and they respect it deeply the time that a man takes to deliver an explanation of great detail so they can you know, break it down into bite-sized knowledge morsels easier for them to ingest. It's something that um, a lot of women have reached out to me to say, Ryan, you explain things so good to women. Uh, could you take that more onto your show? And um, it, it is a service. It is a service that we'll be doing. Uh, again, that's a that's a that's a that's a guild that is going to be. Um, we're going to bring that up on the show um, a little later in the season. Like women, how does that how is that going to work? Are we going to is that where women come and they ask questions to a panel of men and then we give them the correct. Or like we explain, like they're like, how do taxes work? And then we sit there and we explain to them how that how that works. How what what happens if I turn the knob underneath the toilet? What what does that do? Right where we have to explain, like, oh well, that's actually where the water comes from. That fills a, you know, like those type of questions. Are women going to come in and ask us those things? We're not going to have any interaction directly with women. That's not what we're, we're focused <laughs> on right the now. Lord. Yeah, the distance of between us and women will still remain. Um, yeah, uh, it um, walled off, uh, purposely uh, lengthy. We won't be wasting time bringing them on the show, uh, but we will be uh, bringing uh, great society minds to help really battle some of the bigger issues facing our world today. This is for women. By women knowers, the the women knowers guild. Okay, so they're not actually going to be around that group, let's say, but maybe they can mail in a question or use some type of online system to get us kind of to tell them or hey, can you explain to me? Um, yeah, how, yeah, absolutely. We're going to be open. How do how how do I use the air conditioner? Right, like how does that work when that. We're going to be open to the questions. More than likely, though, those questions will be answered by our own premonition. We're going to get to those before the, ah, they have, right. okay, have a chance okay. to even email them forward to us or uh, respond in the comment sections. It's a good exercise for me to kind of retard myself, right, yeah. to think of those questions that would be um, thought of by the, the fair sex, let's say. Retarding ourselves is a... Um, it's something that we've done a lot. <laughs> we worked hard in the show to um, bring a, a like an academic level environment to discussion. And by doing so, uh, playing both sides, fully devoting um, time to, to dive into the character of the contrarian. Uh, for the sake of um, scholarly wisdom and greater knowledge. And we're willing to do it because we love it. We cannot get away from bringing the best to our listeners because it's what we do here 
in the dual studios mm-hmm. dual studios mm-hmm. god's oh. juice podcast we've been looking at certain spaces where studios would make sense you know like a single studio i don't think it's a tough it's a tough choice kind of where to set up shop where are we gonna where's gonna be our base of operations uh after we we landed on the dual studio setup south florida atlanta georgia because it captures this the, the real southeast mm-hmm. people say the southeast when so i think t- tennessee not really no nah. i think south carolina that's eh, been close we're pretty close we welcome all of our listeners from south carolina florida i feel georgia. like south florida atlanta those are the beacons mm-hmm. of the south that's mm-hmm. where the progress yeah the regional progress occurs it's the cultural mecca mm-hmm. uh we have um we have that on lock there we don't have much com- competition in the way of that um atlanta Nash- nashville excels. has an attempted scene charleston there's no scene yeah asheville there's just craft breweries uh and at Atlanta, they're trying to create as much highway mileage as they can right throughout i think that's the record they're going for right now is to say how how do i how do i create enough highway mileage that so that we've created the most in the world is it like just spaghetti roads that just kind of twirl and twirl and twirl yeah and get gets you somewhere imagine a world where your front yard is an interstate (laughs) 17 semi trucks pass per five seconds (laughs) the sound of screeching gear (laughs) the burning of the earth whistles by you daily we explode petroleum into the air sucking it from the dead dinosaur deep underground we are living it up in atlanta georgia with some of the best that traffic has to offer we do have a rail system here it is there it will take you to a place that you can drive to then a place that you can uber from you will be allowed to take this rail for eight hours a day before it shuts off at night only to open back up uh sometime the, the next morning uh, well, there's buses, uh, but mostly we want you on four wheels in your own vehicle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, no passage share riding, none of that. We we no, need everyone no, no, out in no, the car. Okay. Yeah. Thirteen fifty WLOU Louisville. But with this kind of experience, how can you prove that, as it were, it's not going on? in their head it's their experience that can't be proved in any way beyond the it will it will achieve really what uh, only so few cities have ever gotten to before peak traffic that's right peak traffic is ideal it's ideal for the economy if everyone is driving is if there's if 95 percent of the city is on the road 85 percent of the time the economy will do wonders um trickle down will soar uh will finally take off reagan will be vindicated he will rise from his grave glowing red eyes and take the reign as real president 47 
emperor, President Emperor. Why don't you, why don't you give me a little insight into what what's been going on with you the past month? Have you been doing, doing shows? Have you been do, setting up for shows? Have you guys been doing? I know you're working more regular hours, like more plays, theaters with the drama kids. That's right. The month of September uh, has been pretty busy for me building a musical theater set. The show Fiddler on the Roof. There we go. Um, it is connecting a, with your Jewish roots, Ryan. It's, it's right. wonderful to see. It's been an honor to do this for the <laughs> the culture. Uh, <laughs> designing the Tree of Life. It was um, a spiritual awakening daily. Um, knowing that uh, the work that I was going to do was going to aid in um, the the story, the voices. Uh, feels pretty good. So that set has been built and it has been loaded in. Um, the directors and the, the actors are, as we speak, going through every scene meticulously, making sure that every lighting cue and music cue is on point and making sure that everything moves correctly on and off stage, up and down from above coordination with people behind the scenes that will be there, people that are be acting in it um objects wagons tables houses little houses we built little tiny houses made of like foam very delicate very fragile it's a real <laughs> pain in the dick but they'll be dropped on <laughs> lightweight winches dozens of these houses will be moving um the tree put in place sitting center stage in the very back probably a lot of stuff i don't really know i'm like i want to see it um so i'll i'll have more to report back on that I don't know. I've never seen it. I have no idea. And last night I worked Chicago. Oh, so hot sizzling, hot bitch sizzling summer is is done. Hot bitch sizzle summer. Sex session on the beach is done. <laughs> Sex session across the airwaves. <laughs> Sex bomb sizzling summer. Right. Smoke show summer is is. Done. We're canceled. We're done. The smoke show has come to a, a sundown. Did you go to this show? Like, did you stay for yeah, it? Yeah, I would. Well, I was there. Um, they played. They played for a good amount of time. They, I don't think there was an opener. And I got there at, <laughs> at nine o'clock when they went on intermission. So half their set, I was there side stage watching. There's ten of them. You ever see yeah, that, I uh, see. There's so many people in this fucking photo. How many goddamn instruments are they playing at one time? If you see the photo, this guy right here, you see my mouse? Yeah. Cursor? This guy right here yeah. is a like trumpet player. He was side stage mm -hmm. on one of the final songs, and they were they were talking about him, and he and he was making like gagging motions. And like talking shit as they were talking good about him as he was off stage, you know, on stage, uh, one of the one of the leads was like, so and so has been uh, part of the, the group and, uh, you know, uh, one of the best we could work with. And he's over there just like, ah, yeah, yeah, whatever. Fuck these guys. <laughs> the crowd's like <laughs> clapping politely and they're trying to honor him. And he's just back there just like talking shit about him. Looked like turned over to me and a group of people that I was talking to uh, motioning like vulgarly. Um, about what they're talking about and then he's like grabbing his trumpet and then he like runs back on stage thanks everyone one of these guys like this guy back here 
or it might have been this guy was wearing literally that just singing the whole time <laughs> just standing and singing there's like 10 of these guys it's awesome where do they get like they all have this very specific dad look right like they're all they're but but like now now older dads right like really older dads yeah it's called money <laughs> like like a bl- <laughs> yeah they got they they're all fit old men which is like how does that happen i think money where was this show um buckhead area oh um, yeah <laughs> perfect location chastain park they, they, they couldn't have nailed park that any better theater they should call it like uh, uh, pristine pristine pearly whiteness pristine whiteness park whitesville that's right a buddy of mine uh was talking in the morning about uh, he had just watched that movie with larry david fuck i I forget what it's called it came out probably like 10 years ago um it, it kind of followed into a similar pattern of like curb your enthusiasm anyways he talks about a point in the movie where he finds out someone tells him his girlfriend or something blew Chicago. Chicago. I spade in the holes, what's the pot? Speaking of Chicago, anyone going to the concert? What concert? The Chicago concert. They're coming back to the island. They haven't been here in 20 years. Wendy should be happy about that. What what, is, what does that mean? Why should Wendy be happy about it? Last time they were here, she blew the lot of them. <laughs> is that supposed to be a joke? No, they came here 20 years ago. She went to the concert and you know, she ended up blowing the band. Allegedly. It's a, it's a rumor. Wendy, no, no, Wendy the waitress, who I lived with for three years. That's what you're well, telling me? Not the whole band. How many did she blow? What's the difference? I think there's a big difference. You know, if you blow one guy, okay, I get it. People blow people, it happens. But what? We're not talking about Simon and Garfunkel here. This is Chicago. That's a big band. And he's talking about that in the morning. And then we come back the, that night to, to finish, to do all the loadout Load when, it, up, when the yeah. show finishes up. And I see this picture. I see a, like a, a little like autograph thing in one of the trucks that, that they give out. And I'm looking and I'm counting like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. <laughs> there is ten of them. There's so many of these guys. That's such a good good line. Yeah, she blew the band. Well, you know, which band, right? <laughs> was it one? How many was it? I know she blew Robert Lamb and James Pankow. No way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lee Lockman was in on that. that. Yeah. Better. I don't want to get you upset, but as a friend, I heard it was three. But you don't want to get me upset. Huh. No. You don't want to get me upset, but you heard it was three. You're my friend. I oh, don't want to get no, you upset. I really appreciate that. Your ex-girlfriend blew three guys from Chicago. You're not going to get me upset. You're all wrong. Fuck you, Dottie, okay? If anybody was blowing Chicago that night, it was you. I wish. I'm gonna find out about this, by the way. I'll get you a picture from when she was in high school and you show it to the band and see who remembers her. Okay. They'll remember. If I were you, this whole Chicago thing, I'd let it go. Eh, we'll see. Good song. Awesome song. You like this band? I love these guys. Really? They're amazing. How much do you love them? I have four of the albums. Really? Yeah. Huh. You go to the concert here 20 years ago? I did. Yeah. Me and my cousin Pam went. And how was it? You had fun? Oh, it's a great show. They put on a great show. Really? Yeah. And did you by any chance blow them afterwards? 
there's so many guys in this fucking band literally and they all i literally can't tell one from the other i can't can't tell one from the other the if if they traded clothes you wouldn't be able to really tell they're all the same height they all look exactly the same there's no difference at all how how what was the vibe like at that show what was the crowd like i would have to imagine white people exclusively 40 and up minimum minimum 40 every one of your area's newest nicest 2024 model bins and bmw in the city was at the show that's who was there (laughs) all those like ridiculously looking nice mercedes-benz that you see that are like also sedan but also suv crossover Mm -hmm. teardrop with like just the (laughs) nicest pearliest look to them right like they have to be buying just brand new cars every year because there's no way they're every good. every year there's no way that they're good drivers so they're just <laughs> leasing <laughs> you know they're too old to be <laughs> every year the guy comes out just looking like a, a a freshly packed sausage in his button-up shirt just like glowing red and like a that know, was like who a, was there like a spiked short hair or something look uh and the the woman is like done way too much Botox, but it is kind of hard to tell how old she is. Somewhere beyond forty. They have a a very uh, let's say high level demographic of listener. They they probably sell a ton of merch, a ton of crap. Like, I mean, they know they know their demographic. They know their demo. Yeah, they know it and they rock it. Yeah, for sure. Oh, good for them. Good for them. Saturday <laughs> podcasting. I think it was the first of October. I don't think at one time in my life I thought like, you know what would be great? I'm gonna put on some Chicago right now. I, I've never that thought has never went through my mind. That that's on me. That could be my problem. I don't know what you think about that. Travis Kels. <laughs> Okay. Travis Kels, Travis Kelsey back with Taylor Swift. Lee, this is a a Taylor Swift show. This is a Taylor Swift stan um podcast. We have been since day one. Have you heard the news of Taylor Swift's newest love? fling travis kels travis kelsey kels kelsey not sure how to pronounce it i think it's kels famous football player from the kansas city chiefs the lion cheating chiefs uh i have heard about this the afc uh champion last year stolen uh erroneously this is the biggest news in the united states right this is the biggest story in the u.s yeah there's nothing that trump there's nothing bigger than this. Um, Lee, what's your sign? I'm a Scorpio. Scorpio. The Scorpio, of course, um, with um, the ability to live on, on a whimsical side of life from time to time. Uh, you also share that with... Travis Kels. 
you share well well hold on his it says his scorpio venus conjunct her scorpio mars means electricity for both of them huh lee do you have any idea <laughs> what astrology how to read astrology we're looking at a pay we're looking at a post let's let's explain this to the listener here this is a, a post on x formerly twitter about the the can you go up again here? yes it was this was this came out about six days ago for the listener this is from a astrologer consultant author at north um, astrology on x talking about how um his libra sun and mars boosts her 11th house of friendships and community his Scorpio Venus conjunct her Scorpio Mars means electricity. His moon and her sun are hilarious. I feel like I feel like this was written by AI. Like I, I the, the words are seemingly random in their order. At North Astrology just I, could be not just a robot. Interesting. Yes. An astrology robot. Kelsey's last breakup revolved around his ex being a spoiled brat and him not wanting to foot the bill slash be embarrassed by her antics much longer. His mom family couldn't stand her. Meanwhile, the second house pileup indicates they both bring their own to the table. His Saturn conjunct, her Mercury in the second house indicates marriage potential here. I feel like we're missing out. I, I have a lot of feelings, uh, feel towards this, that there's something here where we're not, we need to get on top of here, right? They have the same path as far as sole purpose. Living by example through human connection is exactly what they embody. Taylor's vortex, aka spiritual gifts and magical people you may meet. A Jupiter is conjunct Kelsey's Jupiter, showing a lot of motherly love plus approval on both ends. Travis's Mercury falls in her 10th house, making her public image impacted by him in a positive way. A Virgo Mercury may be critical at times, and Travis will have to push past his discomfort of everyone, knowing his business for this to be manageable long term. Hmm. I think we have a winning success story here. This is a love that will maybe um, stand the trials of uh, celebrity. Maybe they will keep their affairs in tight, close to the, close to behind the camera, behind the scenes. Um. I I saw on Twitter that they they tried to hide her in like a. A, a big metal cabinet so she could like sneak out through <laughs> through the out of the stadium after the game was over that's that's how popular that's how big of a presence she is they have to put her in like boxes to bring her from one place or another she can't like be walk amongst other humans because they'll like just tear her to shreds right she has to be put in a metal container and kind of moved from location to location secretly it's got to be so dangerous for her just being alive 
it is it's like the most like <laughs> metalocalypse the economy moving actions of her day to day yeah this... if you're if you're a publicist right if you're if you're a publicist for one of these moguls these um god god king celebrities that we're talking about here Oh, maybe you unite the houses, right? Maybe you bring so much into the NFL. <laughs> She's dun, talking here. This dun, this bitch with this dun, fucking dun, paragraph dun, here is talking dun, about dun, houses. Dun 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 right? You could you could hear the house bells coming together. This yeah, there's uh something bigger at play here imagine the the universe of taylor swift fans just jumping into the nfl what happens what happens to the nfl the nfl becomes too powerful uh so someone's to stand to make a lot of money for this this was um i think one of the best we've seen one of the best we've seen in a long time one you the, think the, the nfl is paying taylor swift to show up because, because like Travis Kelsey's a a big football player, like he's well known, but he's not on the same level as her. The NFL maybe could be manipulating things behind the scenes. Is that what you're implying? He just looks like the kind of guy that would have been in the same kind of classes that I would have been in in school. Cool. You know, <laughs> two gyms a semester. <laughs> And you're out by the third class and to to work release work release school program. Yeah, yeah, he looks um, good for him though. Good for them. Love is awesome. We love love on the show. We're a big fan of um, the magic and the excitement that is love, and we appreciate people showing it. Uh, we we wish them the best. Um, we have, uh, of course, not seen the last of this. We 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 are putting out there that this is a more of a publicity stunt, um, a merger for fan groups. And then what does mm. this do to um, the Kels boys out there? Uh, the Kels stands. Do they do they start picking up Taylor Swift albums? I hope they do. Yeah. Yeah, I hope yeah. they start. I hope they start listening, uh, so she can have more fans. The NFL can have more fans. Uh, that that's going to be great for both of them. It's a really well planned crossover. Really, uh, yeah, a strong, uh, strong crossover. A promising commercial partnership. Mm-hmm. What else you got there? Let's see. <laughs> Former President Donald Trump on Taylor Swift and. Travis Kelsey's relationship. I wish the best for both of them. I hope they enjoy their life. Maybe together, maybe not. <laughs> Most likely not. <laughs> I wish Is the best for both of them. I hope, <laughs> I hope they enjoy their life. Maybe together, maybe not. Yeah, that's um, that's pretty good. I I hope he said that. I I don't know. I hope he said. That. I hope he said. Most likely not. <laughs> he does that. He always adds that. She, it no, is his manner not, of sentence she, structure. She and, and it's always more judging the woman. Is he's always more judgmental? Like she's just not that classy of a woman, so she will probably turn out foul for this man. Yeah, uh, but I mean, it's it's hard for that to work out. I mean, what the he he's playing football all the time. She's going out making a billion dollars every summer. It's it's a lot. It's it's hard to deal with. <laughs> 
Is, uh, who knows? Uh, who knows? Maybe maybe he said it. Hopefully he did. Yeah, the, I hope he did. I hope that's true. It's just a perfect way to describe the situation. So I look, I feel like I think that's low juice, to be honest. The Taylor Swift, uh, Travis Kelsey thing. It It is a terrible sign of where we are that that is the top of the news that it legitimately that is the top of the news like if you go to any news app that is what if you go on most clicked on like most popular articles the things they're promoting that's that for sure um i you know what i really love if we could get into again another area that's low juice but i think it can be very entertaining is megan markle um has it in her mind uh, to run for the Senate seat that Diane Diane Feinstein was melting like a candle over the past year or so, finally left this world while still a senator, mind you. <laughs> Never retired, not, not a day retired. Or- I think maybe honestly, I think uh, Feinstein Feinstein, um, R.I.P. to a, a legend. Uh, we've said only good things about her on the show. We did not question how she's still alive at this point. In last month's episode, that that was just love-based uh, ribbing that we gave her on our last episode that we just put out moments before her passing. Uh, kiss of Death by the J- Garbage Juice Podcast, the first kith- kiss of death, maybe. <laughs> R.I.P. Didn't we just talk about her? Yeah. Like, yeah, a, yeah. like a couple weeks ago? Yes. Watch out for the pen is mightier. Then, but with every with every collapse comes new growth, new opportunity, and no one is more eager for power and opportunity than Meghan Markle. No, no one in the world. Um, so it, it it comes with no surprise that there's rumblings <laughs> that she may be interested uh, in that in that Senate seat. Her qualifications <laughs> include being on a TV show once. Um, being Oprah's Oprah's friend, uh, fr- being friends with the Kennedys, very important, um, and marrying the mentally handicapped and bred from the United Kingdom. What? Uh, yeah, like the um, that royal bloodline that's all <laughs> just completely fucked. They <laughs> married each other like between first cousins for hundreds of years, and we're supposed to just sit here and not pretend that that there's probably some genetic issues going on there. What's the little uh, Lannister boy, the brother, sister, son, king <laughs> that should have never been jo- Joffrey, the, the Joffrey Lannister, <laughs> her and Joffrey Lannister. <laughs> yeah, p- power hungry, right? But that's yeah, you don't make that move unless you're unless you're really looking for the spotlight. So she has to I do something. It. I love I love people like this who are yeah. just just shameful shamelessly mm-hmm. power crazed like there's no pretending there's there's no like any human with the slightest bit of of skepticism could look at this picture and be like look here's all the problems with it yeah you're you're going you're a very power hungry individual she's very proud of that very proud of that she's going out there and saying yeah i married this guy and then, then I got my Netflix deal. You know, she's just moving up the ladder, right? If I, hey, maybe I can be the next Kamala Harris, speaking fucking riddles all day. Well, very boring, all of her stuff, <laughs> but highly commendable on her grind set, on yeah, her right? Sigma, her Sigma grind set. 
How about um, that Sigma grind set? Hasn't she it's also like, attempted beefs, having beefs um, publicly, um, you know, jabbing back some public back and forths? Um, yeah, uh, you know, blabbing about know, I, with I, with I, other I mean, outlets. There's so much, there's yeah. so much information. It's just very hard. It's very hard. To, there was a South Park skit on them. Did you see that? I I, re- I think I remember something about that. Oh, the Royals. The Royals. Americans love royal families. Americans want a royal family of their own. Well, that's why we're stealing voter IDs and voting, putting in fake ballots, write-in ballots for Hillary Clinton. Hillary Rodham (laughs) Clinton. Your hermana y hermanos. All capital They made like a portrait of her. Poor Hillary. For Hillary. You know, they made like a portrait of her. Uh, There's a portrait unveiling. Uh, I need the Fox News report, though, because that's the funnier one. (laughs) Hillary Clinton's new State Department portrait inspires mockery on social media. Quote, unquote, you should be in jail. (laughs) 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 I love I love the Clintons so much. Like you see this photo that they show you, right? Just in, there yeah. in front of her portrait, like, oh, look how great it is. Oh, my God. That looks like something from Parks and Rec. <laughs> People speak. <laughs> Ryan, we should get this on printed on shirts with, like, the Garbage Juice podcast kind of, like, the first listener. Oh. Something funny as a caption. God damn it. I need. Uh, yeah, you got to send that to me. <laughs> I need that image right away. That is that is album cover for this episode. Dude, there's so much potential with this. I was honored to return and in unveiling my portrait as the 67th Secretary of State. <laughs> you should be in jail. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, how how do you think the Republicans are doing about staying true to the real majority of Republicans in locking up whoever is the nominee? Um, well, locking in whoever the nominee and has to really represent that. Do you believe she should be in jail mentality? That is a lot of Republicans. That's a lot of voters out there. A lot of active voters. Do you think any of the candidates right now, they're going to keep those voters active? No, no. You think there's no, any those way people, those people are too easily distracted. You think there's any way that Trump just uh, makes the decision to step aside? At any point in the next year? Trump? Zero percent chance. Why even have these debates? It's pointless. It's there literally pointless. The second debate this past week. Republican candidate. Republican ticket. Debate. The second one. I didn't really see much from it. You see anything from it? Fuck no. Why would I waste my time? It doesn't it doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. None of them are even close to, to Papa Bear. None of them are even close. Folks. Even even my own governor. Not, even, we are. not even in the same fucking universe. We're entering the last quarter of the year. Um, uh, vote in here at the studios. Um, Trump, Donald J. Trump is still Jesus at the wheel for the Republican Party. We're calling it I owe now. a great deal of my wealth to, this time, to my time spent in the State Department, says Hillary Clinton. <laughs> Dude, that yeah, photo was very oh. valuable. Great photo. How about how about a, we do a T-shirt like my president, you know, and you put her portrait on there. My president. I'm voting. I'm voting for her. 
No, I'm with her. I'm with her. H E R portrait merch done. That's too good. (laughs) There are people who who replied to uh, her tweet with just photos of Benghazi, like like the fucking map of Benghazi. Anyway, it's funny. (laughs) It's funny. Please laugh. Please laugh. I've been working on my laugh, trying to get a stronger laugh. Like a stronger influential laugh like a you don't the kind of laugh. the kind of laugh that gets a gets you a publicist so you'll do a a stand-up tour that that is it's a very good laugh if you get people to laugh from your laugh mm-hmm. you know who's really good at this as a stand-up comedian is shane gillis you ever listen to him i think so He's got, he laughs a lot through his set and you start laughing too. I've, li- I've seen a lot of shorts with him recently on YouTube. He's got a very good, that, that presence on the stage where he starts laughing, makes the other, like other audience members just, he's laughing at his own jokes, but they're funny is the thing. There has to be a level of authenticity with it. It can't be forced. It can't feel forced in any way that it has to be authentic. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's so hard. Stand up comedy is like the hardest thing to do, right? Properly. I'm trying to look for if there's yeah. any other news here. Yeah, you'd have to have like a a network of support. You have to bounce that off other people. Hey, you getting vaccinated? You getting the uh, boosted? Yeah, like just like you, I get the shot, and then I go to the un the unbooster doctor. Yeah. Who, yeah. who undoes it, for, who, who withdraws it from my body. You see my guy? <laughs> I got my own guy. I got my own guy. I go down to Live Oak, Florida. <laughs> that seems like the place where they would set up a like vaccine removal clinic for the COVID booster. What about you, Ryan? Llama Farm slash Home Remedy. <laughs> Holistic Home Remedy. You can buy some crystals. Unvaccinate yourself from Satan's seed. Clean your body for God. They're really just, they're putting like, uh, they're trying to turn you into a pedophile, I think, with the shots. They're like, they, they, they do something with your DNA, with your mind, where it actually transforms your thought process into that of a pedophile and a dem voter. Like a democratic voting pedophile. Oh, right, 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 right. This is why the real patriots are trying to warn the public. They've gone deep undercover. They've been vaccinated. They walk among us in the the milieu of sewer people. And they warn us about the dangers of the vaccine, about 5G, about Hillary Rodham Clinton, 666, (laughs) numerology. Trust the plan. Do you think, do you really think that Joe Biden is running the country? Hell no. Do you think that he's there making decisions? Nah, man, that guy's just sitting back and we're getting fucked. You think, you think Kamala Harris? Do you think she's, she's an idiot, man? (laughs) These are the conversations you have daily, right? Yeah, this, this was a recent conversation I had. What are you I, saying? I for, you worked with someone who was having trouble accessing Tucker videos on, oh. on like he just he yeah. couldn't figure out 
And you yeah. said this is someone who's not very old. This is someone you said probably around the same age as, as us, maybe a little older, maybe, but not that much. Not able yeah. to figure out how to find him on X, Twitter. I had no idea. He was a Gen Xer. <laughs> He's a Gen Xer who had no idea how to find X.com. Gen, it should just be called Gen X.com. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Elon Musk is the quintessential Gen X. He is the quintessential Gen X. He really is. Uh, the photos of him looking handsome, handsome as ever um with a cowboy hat on this weekend sporting a backwards cowboy hat uh being the the goofball that he is uh <laughs> at the texas border right at the texas border <laughs> i didn't i didn't pay attention to what he was doing there i do well, i just tried had... to ryan i tried to watch one video of him there he headlined it like at the border right so i thought he was going to be filming people like jumping fences people climbing over like river like obstacles or crossing dangerous rivers he it's all it's just him talking to some fucking politician down there nothing else is like under an underpass in the texas desert basically that was it is he just trying to be like congressman of like area 51 is he going business is he going uh businessman turn politician is he taking a this is he trying to map out where they'll let him have the highest level of office? <laughs> Isn't what's happening here? What's he, he he'd doing? Win. He'd win. He'd win pretty easily. I mean, oh my god, yeah, with that money, it'd be so that easy. money. You could if win. He's just like you could win most of the 10 cities. Billion to do that with with his money, you could win most of the cities in the nation. Like, yeah, you you'd have so much influence. I think he sees Donald Trump as like as some type of potential opportunity for him down the line if he sees donald trump do it oh, yeah donald trump can do it then i can certainly do it i'm more he's trump elon musk is as famous if not more famous than donald trump ever will was or ever like before he was president let's say trump was yeah. popular but elon musk is literally everywhere there's no one who doesn't know him <laughs> yeah yeah um donald j trump is uh a mentor for the path that Elon Musk is, uh, it's uh, clear in front of him now. He sees this. He says, "Wow, I can." He's blazed this trail for me. I think he's Elon... he's he's walked briskly, so I can jog. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And um, and for that, we're going to honor him with a lifetime achievement award. Uh, the the Garbage Juice Podcast uh, Trailblazer of the Millennia uh, Lifetime <laughs> Achievement Award. Award Donald J. Trump. You need some good sound effect right now, like climatic or orchestra type music. Yeah. Donald J. Trump, thank you for all that you've done, uh, blazing a new path for those that tread behind you with confidence. You are, um, you are a beacon in a dark world. You, you think we'll you be invited are... back to Mar a Lago this year? That's right. If we sit, give down. Him this trophy. sit down. Sit down. <laughs> you think we'll be invited back after what happened last time? I can't wait. It was a wonderful brunching. Um, and we, but we got together as the boys. We had a little bit of scotch, daytime scotch and cigars, uh, as the fellas do. And we had some steaks or some red meats in there. That bit is, is the, I think, the pinnacle of garbage shoes podcasting. Yeah. We've Our been... experience at Mar a Lago. What, right, we've had a lot Wait, of more your experience at Mar-a-Lago. 
a lot of celebrity interaction. Being there, of course, um, over the years and some traumatic moments. Um, it's been there's been highs and lows. The uh, the brunch, the sit down was epic. So many more wonderful things to come, though. Um, the one of the high points will it'll always be, but we're still reaching climax. We're still ascending in our path as podcastmen. But I would I would advise any listener to go back and try to find. I don't know. We need to get that bit out there because well, it's not a bit. It's really the facts of the right. matter. Right. If anyone um, can your experiences cut clip that, cut cut <laughs> clip uh, repaste that bit. We we would. Trying oh, to get so ever dearly appreciate that. Dear Donald Trump, I'd like to offer you in person the opportunity to receive the Garbage Juice Lifetime Outstanding Achievement Award for political and media contribution. What, what else? What, am I missing anything there? Uh, trailblazing. Blazing trailblazing. Path. Trailblazer path, Award. Path of uh, Blazing Path. Um, We'd like to come to Mar-a-Lago to present you in person with this award. When are you, what days are you available in the next two weeks? I think he would get accept. that in an email. Yeah. I think he would. <laughs> what, what is this? What? What is it? What do they do? What do they want? What do they want? We just want to present you with the award, Mr. Okay. Trump. Okay. <laughs> sure. We find. Oh, we order up some kids' softball trophy that we engrave <laughs> the garbage juice uh, achievement award. Maybe send it to them in a box. They want to gift me an award. I'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we can do it. I love, uh, I love him so much. We just gotta reach our publicist to reach their publicist to to. Yeah, uh, it's a man. It's a management uh, thing. Uh, yeah, this is maybe above us, um, but we're putting it out there. The secret, you know, we're speaking it into existence. Into existence. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people don't know that. A lot of people never seen that. So every year, Amazon gives us this like holiday catalog, right? So the things that you should be buying for your children obviously exist in this catalog, right? Like the recommend. So, of course, uh, me, how like nice a natural. Of them. Yeah, how, how very a, sweet of them. So I give it to my daughter and she's at, obviously oh, I'm driving. We're actually going together to, to the supermarket and I'm driving. She's in the back. She's like, look, I give her the magazine to keep her occupied. Right. So obviously she's going through the magazine and saying like, oh, can I have this? Can I have that? I'm obviously driving. So I'm explaining it to me. She's like, oh, it's the Mickey Mouse, like ice cream, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, look, sweetheart. You're not going to get any of these things, all right? But if you speak them out to the universe, if you make that real, you say, "Hey, I want this thing." It may come true. It, I'm not going to I'm not going to buy any of this plastic nonsense for you. Yes. At all. But if you speak it out, who knows what can happen? Who knows? <laughs> giving her and then the and then i started talking yeah then i started talking about the vision board i said look we're going to clip out the picture of it out of the thing you want and we're going to paste it on the vision board so every mm. morning you're going to wake up and you're going to see this thing that you really want and it's just going to manifest itself in your life i love it again i'm not buying it for you i would never 
ever do that. No, but you can manifest it in some way. Oh, that's good. This is good. Yeah, I, I'm teaching her the secret. I'll th- I think she'll be able to take this knowledge and do great things with it. I hope she shares it with her friends. Right? I mean, it's it's pretty powerful, and it's probably good for children to have uh, that kind of uh, robust creativity. It's healthy. Yeah, really. To to put you know anything you want, just speak it out to the world, and you're white. You'll be fine. It'll become It'll be yours right. eventually. Yeah. <laughs> no one, no one will be too mean to you. <laughs> no, you'll be fine. Don't even. You'll be fine for a while before people start being mean to you. <laughs> you got, you got at least ten years. A lot longer than your dad had before people started being mean to him. That's for sure. Yeah. Um. The um. The dynamic of when the world starts being a little crueler to boys, I think, is real. It. It must. I, <sighs> I don't know anymore. I don't know anymore. You'll get to watch it happen, though. I, I get to see it happen. You'll get to see, I get it, happen. To see it happen. Right now, it's there's none of that. My daughter, my daughter is the only one old enough that deals with other children right now, and she doesn't give a shit about any of them. She doesn't care. She's just having fun. She doesn't give a shit, right? So I'll have to see when she starts giving a shit about what people say to her. You think you you could see that at like age of twelve? Maybe something like that. Yeah, when things start just becoming pretty real, and the hormones yeah. kick in, everything. It, but but it becomes hyper real. It becomes too real. It's too you go overboard in the real in the realness. Yeah, exactly. All these chemicals flowing through your fucking undeveloped yeah. brain. You're you're like a very smart monkey at that point. You got a lot of chemicals flowing flowing through your brain. You have no fucking idea what's going on. No fucking idea. I could dunk a basketball. <laughs> what? <laughs> I could dunk a basketball in like eighth grade. You got I got like right there to dunking it. Yeah. On like a Fisher just, Price j- no. thing. No, the gym. <laughs> it might, may have been like a little lower, but not the low, low ones. They no had low ones. Way. Yeah. It was like a smaller ball that I could palm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was this height in eighth grade. So. Just shot up. You could, right. you could jump. You could jump. Yeah, because uh... yeah, there's like zero body fat because the growth couldn't keep up with it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's just lean, lean uh, body, child body. You were, you were shaving at 14 years old, 13 oh, yeah. years old, full yeah. beard. Yeah. That's basically where I peaked. <laughs> Problematically. 12 or 13. <laughs> You've kind of looked the same for the past 45 years, Ryan. Since you were 12. <laughs> so it's been a great run here in the netherworld. Me, the engine room crew, the salt of the earth, walking in the tunnels of the underground. You're shoveling the coal into the furnace. Yeah, it's scraping shit and like barnacles off a ship. Just scraping dried shit through the sewers. Uh, but, you know, it's a living. <laughs> These uh, Joe Biden prices do make it harder to get to the uh the sewer pub the the walkable sewer city uh neighborhood pub is of course harder uh to afford um joe bionomics sleepy joe everything's going great everything's going great we we added jobs (laughs) 
<laughs> he doesn't even know what's he doesn't even know what's going great. It's going great. We added a billion jobs to the economy. Hey, folks, the economy is doing great. Hey, Jack, listen here, Jack. <laughs> poor kids. Uh, what is it? Like, uh, poor kids are just as good as white kids. They pull on my leg hairs. <laughs> when I was a lifeguard. <laughs> you called me Pop Snap. <laughs> I don't even know. That's by, seriously, as my brain sunsets into the final day uh, i only can remember vividly in great detail my life moving backwards in younger years who is running the country right now because it ain't him who's who's moving all the you know like the who's the wizard behind the curtain marjorie taylor no i, uh, <laughs> I wish <laughs> Speaking of that, did you hear about Lauren Boebert? Did you hear what she was? Oh up to? yeah, yeah, yeah. What a um... <laughs> on the same topic. What what a what a milf that Boebert grand yeah. milf now too. She's a grandmother. Oh really? How yeah. old is she? Forty. Forty. She's a grandmother. Like her child she's, had like a she's teenage 36. baby. Yeah, she's thirty six. Yeah. No, there's no way. Yeah, there's yeah. no way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just imagine like having a kid as soon as possible and your kid having a kid as soon as possible. It's one of those things. Uh, like she had a kid at, like basically recreating what it was like 600 years ago where everyone would have a kid as soon as puberty hit, basically. Okay. It's like by the time we're 96, she'll have like 45 generations. Yeah, they have one <laughs> grandchild. She has one grandchild. My mom was 18 when she had me, which inspired me to be a mother when I was 18. Because that's just the time you're ready, isn't it? Yeah, my mommy gets to get combed in when she's 18. I, I so do, do think <laughs> it's my turn to get combed in raw. <laughs> oh, wow. On, on September 10th, so this was like three weeks ago. Man, we're so behind the curve here. Bobert and a male companion were evicted by security during a performance of the musical Beetlejuice in a theater in Denver. Having caused after she caused the disturbance by vaping, singing and recording the performance, she denied having vaped as well as caused the disturbance. And then they released the video footage. Um, the video also showed Bobert and her companion appearing to fondle each other in their seats. So she's out there, you know, she's a divorcee. She just got divorced five months ago from her husband and uh, taking taking guys into dark theaters. I think it was their first date. Is that what she said? I mean, that's that's moving quick. From the story, uh, seeing the bits and pieces as it's unfolded over the weeks, I have kept an eye on this and uh, peeked into it. It's very funny. The guy, alleged uh, club owner, he's a nightclub guy, oh, a nice. club owner. The club owner and the club also does a drag night or, or uh trans night. And as soon as the story broke, uh, she's immediately saying that it, this was a one-time thing. So this guy doesn't get a second date. No. Hopefully it went well. They were looking to have a good time at Beetlejuice. A kid's Beetlejuice at that. Um, so just a yeah, notoriously sexual scene. Hey, let's see. Let's see. I'm trying to put it on right now. For being disruptive. The DCPA says she was vaping. 
Bobert's team denied that, said the haze was from fog machines. Yeah, she just she just started right off the bat, just blowing blowing vape pregnant woman sitting in someone's Bobert face. Someone's like, can you stop, stop that? Oh, OK. Show continued taking flash photos, raising her hands and dancing. Her one woman show. Clapping or standing up in the crowd. Bobert occasionally took she a break from being disruptive to enjoy Who's the that? company of her male companion. He briefly yeah, had a grass them situation. <laughs> Looking, just squeeze them. Like, what do they feel leave. like? This is our first date. The report says Bobert pulled the Don't You Know Who I Am card on the way out. Sick. to give theater employees the single Yeah, dude, she's got <laughs> Fuck yeah. you guys. Fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> Look at those things. <laughs> Gazongas. <laughs> Look at those things. She is dressed for success. Appearing to give. She's trying. She's trying to. Yeah. You know. uh, I mean, I, I'm with the, the whoever that guy is. I mean, he's got the right idea. Like if you're yeah. if you're on a date with her, you just start. The theater's instant report says Bobert pulled the yeah. "Don't you know who yeah. I am?" card on the way out. Appearing to give nice. theater employees. Dude, what a smoke show. Thing. Yeah. Um. Now I'm down for it. Yeah, two thumbs up performance, completely relatable. Uh, this is a would, very there's got to be a porn like it, kind of spinoff, you know, of her. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. Like they did for Palin. <laughs> I'm sure they've done it for them all. <laughs> not Nancy Pelosi, zero percent. Oh yeah, I can fly. Looking fly. Lauren. So this is one hundred percent the most normal thing that we've seen from like a high ranking um, politician. This is and and she had to apologize for it. That's lame. Next time, don't apologize. How about that? Yeah, don't. Why are you saying you're sorry? They stay out of my business. None of yours. Get out of my face. Yeah, apologizing. Oh, it's not going to happen. Say, I'd like to go on the record that I'm holding up my middle finger in your face. And have them write that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, write yeah that. that would get more votes than any any other fucking move you could make. Write this, losers. Say, <laughs> tell them that I said that. Write that in there. <laughs> uh, most normal thing, but uh, some would say that it goes against um, her broader policy um, values that she's promoted, or I don't know. Sounds like cultural stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know much about that. Seems like pretty normal behavior, like an opium den, a back room at a club, and a VIP section at a, a strip club. This um, Beetlejuice. It's a very, very sensual environment, especially mm -hmm. when the with the hookah or the vape is flowing. Uh, and they start they started fondling. Looks like they were having a good time. Pretty normal. Pretty normal behavior. Oh, I'm jealous. I if I wasn't married, I wish I could be that guy. <laughs> How sick would that be? Yeah, that he blew the he blew it though. He blew it. I, what did he do? How did he blow it? I don't know. I'm sure he got some that night. I'm sure of it. Uh, we'll get our crew to check this out. The interns. Do you think Lauren Bobert makes you wait for it? Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> First date back at her place. Let's go. She's like head chair of like the values committee or something. <laughs> I mean, she's the biggest whore out of all. <laughs> that's, a, that's how you know they put out. <laughs> <laughs> 
I know it's you know been a rough week. Or has it been? Uh, you know, it's um, it's always hard whenever um, there's gravity put on the voters. I'm here to provide levity and lift burdens off of people. So anytime that they're carrying mine, it's something that you know, I kind of feel deep inside. But ultimately, all future date nights have been canceled. And um, I learned to check party affiliations uh, before mm. you go on a date. Uh, but all in all, um, you know, it was, uh, it was mostly a lovely time. And, you know, I've taken responsibility for my actions. Uh, would love to know how the, the musical ended. And I encourage people to go and see it. But um, yeah, it, it was a great time back in the district seeing voters. And uh, so, how, how are the voters taking it? How are the voters taking it right now? Are they understanding at this moment? Yeah, there's a lot of folks who are certainly understanding, um, and they understand that it was a part of my my personal life, my private time, something that I rarely indulge in, and uh, yeah. And when when you say affiliation, as far as knowing not to date the opposite side. Well, TMZ, I'm pretty sure you told the world I went on a date with a Democrat. <laughs> so, 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 so when, when it comes like that, when those times when you're, when it. No, he, he was, he's a wonderful man and it was, um, it was, it was a great time to, uh, to go out and have dinner, enjoy part of the show and uh, yeah, now it's back to work. We're here in DC. Okay. And focusing nope. on So is that, is that date people. life, is that over with him because of, some people say because he he had a drag bar or his his bar yeah no nothing, dad, nothing anything? to do with anything or anybody reported but okay. honestly he's a private citizen and um, you know we we have peacefully parted at this time uh, great man great friend and I wish him all the best okay so what's next for you what's next what's for next, me what's man next we, got for a, you? we got a spending battle we got all sorts of stuff going on uh, we got impeachment underway uh, I don't know how long we're gonna be here one week. Three weeks, four weeks, I don't know. Uh, so I've, I've told my boys to, uh, you know, wait wait for mom, and maybe if it's too long, I'll bring them out here and we'll enjoy D.C. together. All right, back to business, then. That's right. Speaking of the congresswoman and the home state that she represents, got out to Colorado brand gummies. Um, I got up, I stepped up just a second ago. It felt like a stegosaurus walking on its hind legs. <laughs> what? Each bite is like 10 grams. Dose. Yeah. Each I guess, little nibble. Well, I guess I, I had quite a, a nibble upon. Oh. Um, I feel like a psychedelic warrior. Like a uh, uh, modern day Terrence McKenna. You are, Ryan. You're you're a trailblazer. And that's why you created the Trailblazer Award. Uh, there's no one more fitting than my myself. <laughs> it I, it kind of... Yeah, it all makes sense, right? You'd want someone who blazes new trails in terms of how many nibbles off a little edible they can take and then tra transform that into a brand, an award brand. You know, hey, look, this is the Ryan Ryan D. Beast, what, Dean? Dean Beastman. Ryan Dean Beastman. <laughs> Trailblazer <laughs> Award. <laughs> Beastman, in parentheses. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Quotes, Ryan Dean, Beastman, quote, Beastman, or yeah, yep. Uh, that's such a great nickname for you. Thank you. I mean, it's what we've been calling you for a long time. Yeah, the real heads out Beast there. Beastman. That's just a, my tag, my handle, Beast if you will. Beastman.
and uh so the yeah the what who better who better than the real og trailblazer this the show would not be here without his hard work in the field hell no of saying whatever he wants and still going strong for 80 years um <laughs> so he gets the lifetime achievement trailblazer award from the garbages podcast I, I feel like we need to start giving out more awards as a marketing. Oh thing. yeah, but to reach, uh, to cross pollinate right. uh, fields. Right, exactly. We need to have a royal wedding of our own merger. We need we need to find our Travis Kels. Yeah, because we are Taylor Swift in this situation. We'll need. You know how they do like the Latin Grammys and the BET Awards? We'll need something similar like that for the Trailblazer Award. The Garbage Juice Trailblazer, the the Latino, the tra- <laughs> <laughs> Latinx, the, the Garbage Juice tra- Latinx Trailblazer award and we do it in like all we have a bunch of like spanish speaking and oh yeah yes that that present the trophy yeah yeah uh, yeah yeah identity um voices international right um, yeah because we're we are a platform of voices that's two white guys coming at you every week we want you <laughs> to know that our voice is just honoring your voice we're here to support it we're or we're here to listen actually we're speaking so white guys everywhere can listen and if you think about who's getting more white guys to listen it's us it's the garbage juice podcast and we do this thanklessly amen we don't do this amen we don't do this for clout this is for us it's an honor Mm -hmm. just to bring awareness about diverse communities Mm-hmm. And especially through the new Trailblazer Award. Uh, how many Amen. snoos you, you you dropping right now? You got three. I think you've had three or four. Six so of the six, six milligrams, <laughs> baby. Six, six, six. Try to get Zen to sponsor us as well. Zen gang. Yeah, that keeps that keeps the energy flowing. You know yeah. what? Let's reach out to Zen. Let's get them a corporate Trailblazer of the Year award. Zen. Corporate. <laughs> corporate sponsor <laughs> of the year. We've we've honored you, Zen, for keeping the show keeping the show buzzing. Thank you, thank you for p- providing nicotine and really and a flavorless without, flavored pouch. It's a flavorless the, tobacco in a uh, in a flavored pouch. Without the buzz that it provides you, Ryan, you're not doing half as you, you're barely even functioning. I think during nope. this. That's right. <laughs> I am. I'm beside myself. I'm just watching myself from a distance, like a little person inside <laughs> of another person, controlling from a distance from a a controller with low batteries. So there's lag. Uh, very little brain cells. Very, uh, very much autopilot. So we thank you, Zen, for carrying the show as far as you have to the, to the final minutes of every episode, Whoa. where the air deflates and like a balloon um uh from a sad clown <laughs> my face hurts right now from yeah. laughing so much tonight and i want to i want to show up the show what a good show what good vibes isn't this great think of everything we covered tonight from politics to astrology to the material sciences to love relationships we've hit every base we've hit every note 
I'm going to just agree with you as I've remembered none of it. I've already none moved past it. it. <laughs> Thinking what kind of food I'm going to make myself right when we finish this up. But it's been an awesome show once again. Uh, thank you again to all of our uh, longtime listeners, any new time listeners. Please feel free to scour our catalog and critique it as you will. Uh, we love feedback from our fans and we love engagement from all of our beautiful listeners the show is of course done by lee i am here on the tethered furthest reach terminal in atlanta former city known as terminus um we we do this as much as we can we do it with of course the support and the love of everyone that's ever uh, made a comment or not about listening. We thank you for that. <laughs> uh, we wish to uh, be able to uh, come at you uh, many, many more times before the end of uh, 2023, the year of the Jordan, but also the year of the Garbage Juice podcast. It is our year. And Ryan, I thank you for your insights and your inspiration today. There's nothing at all wrong with um, uh, October still saying, you know what? This is going to be my year. And as a show, we're still going to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? This is our year. This is it's, it. We're going to, this is going to be our year. Big things. Yeah. Ha- big, big things are coming down the pipeline and uh, construction is on. So Look, the, it's building. You're not in the sewer right now. You're not, you've got to come up above the surface for a little bit although in a basement level but you're you have (laughs) risen above the sewer um and i'm just proud of you for that look forward to lots more uh subterranean and merch and merch subterranean we're gonna have merch subliminal ideas and and talk radio really modern day talk radio uh we have also We've got great equipment. Our audio is always on fleek. <laughs> There's never any issues with sound. I know some of you might say, "Oh, Ryan, um, here's this. Here's this brand. It's about five hundred dollars. You can get a package of a couple, and it'll bring down the price of each one. And believe me, it'll make a huge difference." No, I say no, because the average listener doesn't really care. No. As long as they can turn it up as loud as they need to, as loud as their volume max allows, so when they're actually traveling down the interstate, they can listen to it or in a loud environment. So you can actually pick up both mics, both lines, and any type of audio that we might throw in the mix as well. Uh that's plenty. That yeah, you know, we don't uh we don't have to do it with premier equipment until until we get the joint studio um yeah or maybe until we get a patreon subscriber we we will we will uh make do with what god gave us yeah when when we start breaking even right <laughs> you just need a, a hundred patreon subscribers <laughs> and then yeah. we're good to go well break breaking even would be of course being able to to do this as podcasters that get paid six figures a month so that until that's break even. That's yeah. gonna be that's gonna be like over 10 subscribers. Once we get to that amount, 
because yes, there'll be angel investors. And we already <laughs> believe me, there's a lot that are have been talking to me about that. Uh that want in on the ground floor of an amazing um uh just truth Business. reality. Yeah. The real truth behind the truth. That's what we have. And we we've got predictions. We've got astrology now. We we've got a, this whole thing where we're doing astrology. Uh it's 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 what the people want and and um yeah it's a little sorcery we have no strategy no plans we we put out little to no effort in our content but that's what the people want yeah anyone that says oh you're doing a podcast this no what do you mean you're uh you're not targeting you're not you're, you're not marketing yeah you're not doing the things where you um, where you where how are you growing your brand what's yeah. your brand strategy ryan uh consume i don't know <laughs> be an american uh we, we yeah. care about the pulse of the nation and the the heartbeat of in uh, the backbone that is the real american joe exactly. the plumber exactly he didn't the sewer have to, people he didn't have to be a certified plumber that's not the point he just looked like a guy. He was just fixing a toilet that day at Home Depot. But that's not the point. We're we're here. I'm sorry. We're we're here. Um, we're to queer. We're, we, yeah. <laughs> we're we're queer for the the news, <laughs> but also we're queer for the truth. Is what we are. <laughs> the the and that's how we we get down here at the garbage juice. Uh, <laughs> dual headquartership anything more would be doing a disservice to our listeners and the future listeners because we have the target demo they're going to find us they're out there they will they already have and and then we can invest in some equipment and do giveaways and uh you know like mr beast just knock on someone's door and give them twenty thousand dollars to remodel their home or something whatever thing that you do but we're we're a few subscribers away i think after that we can really step up the game but until then this is what the people want answer the door answer the door garbage juice podcast here we present you with a once a lifetime offer you must build a grotto in your backyard starting today no it can't just be a regular pool you must have a grotto uh hey hey guys no i'm i we were literally in a condo building there's no backyard that's fine. You got to do it in your neighbor's house inside their living room. Man, what a good, sh- what a great show, man. What a great show. What a great show. Great job. See everyone. Take her sleazy. <laughs>